It's a god in the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime it's the state of mind. Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John. With me here, I do have Jeff. Jeff, how are you this week? I'm tired, Johnny. It's been a long week. But feeling oh. good. Happy Glad to be to with you, that. as always. Yeah, you got to be uh, pumped up. This is episode number 21. Yeah. Um, you can hear us, for new listeners, you can hear us on... Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud for sure. Um, and you can reach us at GardenStateOfMindCast at gmail.com. And Jeff, we did have some more listener feedback. Not not so much feedback as it was a question. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to just read through it and we could give this person an answer. How's that sound? Sure. Let's go. Okay. It comes from Hunter, uh, who's from PA. He said, Hi, guys. I'm a first-year student at Connecticut School of Broadcasting, Westbury Branch, and I really dig your show. It's inspired me to start my own podcast, Keystone State of Mind. That's ridiculous. What are some tips you can give to me for starting up a podcast? I think my – and Jeff, you might have a difference of opinion. My advice would be to not start anything at all because there's already 20,000 other podcasts out there that have been doing it longer than you and will probably be better than you. But I don't know. Maybe you have some better advice for, for Hunter. <laughs> I agree with that. I think no no one needs to start another podcast. Yeah, and Keystone State of Mind, that's a violation, Bo. We already got Garden State of Mind. Nobody oh. needs the, the Pennsylvania point of view. No, they'll be hearing from our lawyers. I'll, I promise them that. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep the Hunter's contact information handy. I'll just hit, pass it off to the attorneys. Great um, job, Hunter. You left the paper trail. Not smart. Good work. Yeah, stupid idiot. Um, okay, so what's going on this week? What do you do? You have uh, big plans this weekend? Anything? Oh, happening? I do, Bo. I am back oh. on board. I am headed down to the Big D. Gonna see them stinking Cowboys. Oh, are you? Very, I am. Very nice. I am. It's been a long ass week. I had. Uh, well, so <laughs> who are you going down there with? Um, I'm meeting. Uh, uh, Mike C will be down there, and uh, oh. my other friend lives in the Dallas area, and he's the one that always gets the tickets. So we're in a club box, you know. We get wined and dined all day. It's a, it's, it's it's you know it's a perfect setup. And Are you, you know, heading I, down today? Yeah, today. Got it. All right. Well, that'll be fun. We'll get into the Eagles Cowboys a little bit later. I definitely have some thoughts about that game. Um, any, uh, any good travel stories from this week? Jeez. Oh my God. I have so many. I have so many. Which complaint do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any, any problems with luggage, uh, people, you know, uh, what's all right. Here's, this isn't even a complaint. This is a PSA for everybody. I know not everyone travels, you know, especially airlines like I do. Um, when you, I just, I just need to remind everybody that you are not alone in the world. It's not the Truman Show. There's actually other human beings around you. Just keep that in mind. This is just for everybody out there. So my, the worst thing is when people have the carry-on luggage. Okay, they're leave, they're deplaning. So they grab the luggage out of the overhead bin, and 
usually they feel a little bit of pressure so they don't like assemble it right away so they just they're carrying it out of the plane so you're behind them they when they get off the plane onto the jetway what do they do they dead stop and then extend their handle <laughs> yes okay I know exactly what you're talking about mm -hmm. these motherfuckers have no just no clue about anyone around them and <laughs> I, and it, it, I, I, johnny i've never done this in a million years you know why because i'm not an asshole <laughs> well, oh, all right, hold on. You are, but, but yeah, for I, different reasons, not for that reason. Right. You know what I do? I, if I do have, like, that carry-on luggage, I'll extend it while I'm walking with it. I'll extend it, like, kind of in air. And so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hit the ground running. You have the dexterity to do something like that mid-walk? Yeah, I do. That's unbelievable. Yeah, believe I that? I can't believe there, <laughs> there are humans that exist with those capabilities. Where you could actually keep walking and extend your luggage without stopping and inconveniencing the person behind you. Yep. Here's the other thing. I have I, I uh, wear a backpack. So here's the other thing I do. Before I put it on my back, I look behind me. I don't swing my backpack willy nilly like I'm a child, like put you know putting on a coat upside down off the ground. You know how kids used to do that. You'd learn how to put on a jacket. Yes. You put it on the ground yeah. and it's like a big, you know, it's like a big movement around your head. Yeah. I, just, I, I look behind me. I put on one arm. If there's someone behind me, I put on one arm and then I'll like, you know, very closely put on the other arm. I'm not swinging all around. I, I, I realize that I'm not on a plane by myself. I'm not on Air Force One. I'm on a Southwest, you know, commuter flight. Aside from Twitter... It, are, are, are airlines maybe the one place where you see the worst in, in humans? <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Like, Twitter is definitely the, the bottom of the barrel when it comes to humanity. But then it, it feels like air travel is, like, number two on that list. Uh, absolutely. There's no – yeah. I, I, I have – I just have examples just all day long. You had the people doing calisthenics – in you know in the waiting areas you know right next to you <laughs> stretching I, yeah i have things happen to me i've sent you a number of pictures of things that are happening right next to me now you know i don't want to be near anybody i don't want to sit next to anybody i try to find secluded areas if possible but when i you know when it is right you know you're getting ready to board and you have kind of no choice you want to sit near the gate and then you have you know the yoga person right next to you um I had a I had a guy FaceTiming right next to me. I was sitting at a high top bar table eating, and there was a there was a plug next to me. This guy comes over FaceTiming, then plugs in, then sits FaceTiming within a foot of me. I'm eating. I'm eating. Yeah. Now he was probably bitching and complaining, and saying, "This guy's eating in the middle of my FaceTime call." <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? Probably. Maybe he you, has you're in his personal space. Yeah, on douchebag state of mind, he's like complaining about people eating <laughs> while he's FaceTiming. Right. Yeah, I, I I prefer I like the uh, the people that choose to lay down on the floor oh, in yeah. the airport. That's always my favorite. I love that. That that's easily yeah. like four or five feet of space that they're taking up. And then when they ha they'll have their they'll be laying down. They got their head on their their backpack or their bag, obviously. And then they have the the legs crossed up in the air. It's just such a good look. Yeah. I, you know what? We're going to have to – I'll have to post this to our Twitter site or we have to get a website going where I can just post – I could post conservatively 
at least five pictures a week of every example we've just described. And I'll start posting yep. videos, and I can see I'll see it happening. I'll put, I'll start posting videos of the carry-on luggage person walking in front of me, stopping dead. <laughs> now, do you walk into that person? Yeah, it's like I will. Your, your I'll, penis I'll, brushes I'll against the back close. of them. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand what everyone's doing, man. I just don't understand. They're living. I mean, they're just kind of walking around in a daze, in a fog. Just doing what feels natural to them. The problem is they have zero consideration for anyone around them, behind them, in front of them. They just do what they need to do, man. And, and you just happen to be in the way. And I'm usually, yeah, I'm usually like in the middle of the plane. So by that time, we've waited for you know like twenty rows of people to slowly deplane, and everyone's you know kind of waiting to get out. So we're all, at this point, we're all like ready to get off this fucking plane, and you know. So there's there's a lot of urgency happening, and the stopping dead. I mean, it's like I can't take it. I yeah, I could tell it irritates you. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> you know something that irritates me. Not to not to change subjects, but so let me ask you a question. Around your house, do you walk around in shoes, socks, bare feet? <laughs> like what, what's the normal oh. attire for you? Uh, socks. Okay, the same as me, right? Like I love throwing on a clean pair of socks. As soon as I get home from work, you know, I switch it up, put on a fresh pair of socks. It's almost like I could begin relaxing. Uh-huh. We, have, we have one problem around our house, which is there always seems to be some sort of water somewhere on the floor. <laughs> so, so either it's the bathroom for, you know, maybe somebody took a shower. I, that's yeah. the only reason I can think of, right, for, for water being on the floor in the, in the bathroom. Uh, in the kitchen, there's always, like, a little bit of water from the dishwasher. So, like, mm-hmm. if if it leaks a little bit or maybe, like, someone gets someone gets ice out of the out of the freezer and then, like, maybe a small cube drops on the floor and then it, it just melts and sits there. Yeah. Then we, all, we also have three cats and they will throw up and then they will that that throw up will get cleaned up and then obviously when you clean it up you know you're you're scrubbing the the rug down with you know some soap and some water and it's going to be wet for a while my foot finds every single one of these (laughs) wet spots that are created in our house and i'm telling you it's always within minutes after i put on the fresh (laughs) pair of socks it just happened to me this morning you know i got up I got dressed. I threw out some socks. I come out to the kitchen. And I had run the the dishwasher the night before. <laughs> I, there was one when I tell you, there's like a three inch puddle of water in the middle of my floor. So it probably <laughs> like trailed. It probably yeah, trailed yeah. to the middle of the floor, and then the rest of it dried. And there's just a little puddle there. I walk right in it, like immediately starting my day with that. It goes right up my back. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I can't have a dry feet in my own house ever for for longer than five minutes. It's it's oh my god, it's like the bane of my existence. These puddles everywhere. I'm gonna have to start wearing like a, a flip flop or something around my house. Yeah, maybe some Crocs. Crocs? Oh god, I can't bring myself. I have like those those Adidas like slides, or actually yeah. Nike slides. You know those those uh, flip floppy type. But I, I, that's not comfortable to me in my house. I want to walk around in socks, not bare feet. Socks. I, I know. 
Yeah, bare feet. You can't. Is I, I definitely agree with your your uh, your situation. That's the worst when you have the wet sock. But <laughs> uh, how many cats are you planning on getting? Like you're three. Oh my god, we have three. One of it, them's deaf. Um, I'm envisioning yeah, no, a, I mean, a, a hoarder's house at this point. With, you know, no, it's not like dead that. Dead cats at in the all. wall and. It's not. It's not like that at all. The only problem is there's. You know, you get cat hair everywhere. If you have cats that shed, basically what happens is they wind up sleeping on like the top of the sofa. Uh-huh. So wherever and and one of them loves to lay behind me. So whenever I'm sitting down, then when I get up, like the upper half of my t-shirt or like right <laughs> around my shoulders, it's just covered in cat hair. Sometimes I'll forget. And I'll, I'll like, I might sit down and have something to eat and go to the gym. I get to the gym and I see all this cat hair all over my shoulder. I'm like, Jesus Christ, looks terrible. But it's a bad look. Uh, no, the cats are fine. They're very easy to maintain. The problem is that they, they shit in a box, so you have to clean that out every now and then. <laughs> and they throw up one out of every two times that you feed them because they <laughs> gorge. Cats eat. It's almost like they don't chew. They just swallow. They they the food gets into their mouth and they they throw it back like Larry David swallowing a, an Advil without water. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that, but that's yeah, what they that. do, and it gets I, caught in their throat and then they throw it up. I uh, I don't want to visit your house anytime soon. No, <laughs> it's fine. The throw ups are all <laughs> I, clean. I don't want to navigate the puddles of throw up and the and the three cat. <laughs> as long I'm, as you have on a pair of shoes, you're fine. You, I mean, you won't I, have. You'll have dry feet. I promise. Um, the, nip- the shits are all cleaned out of the litter box. Uh, I'm nimble in the airports. I don't know if I can maintain that <laughs> Nim- nimbility. I'll make a board uh, at your house. N- nimbility. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Now, Booker, uh, Booker made up a word this week. Um, explosive Explosivity. Explosivity. Yeah. I'll tell you what. That that I, should be a word. That that really should be a should, word. Actually. Explosivity. Uh, it doesn't I'm, sound bad. I'm proud I just invented nimbility. I like it. Nimbility. Explosivity is that's pretty close to a real word. I'll give him <laughs> some credit. Um but that that Monday night crew, man, I cannot take them. I really can't. It's it's one of the worst I've ever heard. It, yeah, it's it's I'm like I'm usually I'm usually listening to other things. I'm I'm catching up on podcasts or something or you know, I rarely even really and I'm so used to the Red Zone channel, you know. I'm such a fucking millennial now that I can I really can't sit through a, one game anymore without doing a million other things. Um, but I, I, yeah, they're they're really tough to take. And why three? Why do we need three people? And I'm not two, sure. Two and a half. Like, well, well, one person can't. One person can't carry it up in the booth themselves. Although I feel like like a Joe Buck could. Like like Joe Buck could carry a broadcast by himself probably, and then just like go down to the field every now and then to talk to a sideline reporter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure he could do it. I'm pretty sure Al Michaels could do it, but there's not many that could do that. You don't need three though. I think I understand why they would have two, but you don't need three. It used to be like they would go down to Siragusa down on the sidelines, right? He would be he would be that guy down on the field, but that was like twice a game. Now it's like Booger's talking the entire game. I'm getting his breakdown. Uh, his breakdown. I know. I don't. Yeah, it was. You know, so we had to sit through it because it's Eagles, but they're bringing nothing to the table. You know, Collinsworth, Buck, 
you know, at least you get some insight. Um, Aikman is kind of just a, he's Dan Deardorff light. Um, <laughs> you know, you're getting a lot of this is a, you need a, that was a heck of a play here. We need another heck of a play here. And, uh, he's a heck of a player and, uh, you know, they're going to want to old, he's an old school guy very much. He, um, and he doesn't say much. He won't say much against a current player or a current coach. He like ne- he'll never cross the line. Right, and I, you know, and it, I, I, I don't know. We we have to start figuring out the society we're living in because I, I think I think if you polled everybody and you said, do you want Troy Aikman to have to be a real to be to give real opinions on the air? Or do you want him to just protect every friend he has? Like we would all, I think, to a man, want him to say, "Yeah, please say what you're really thinking. Don't give me this heck of heck of a bullshit. Just tell us this guy stinks. He's not obviously not planning. He's not watching any game film, and this is why he's making decisions like this. Like this, isn't that what a, an NFL quarterback, a, a Hall of Famer, will know? Won't he know were when? Desc- it- were you describing Mike McCarthy there? <laughs> oh, oh! Well, congratulations! I forgot to say. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, but I actually, it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't think that Joe Philbin's. That from what I heard, Joe Philbin hasn't made an offensive play call since like 1996. So I'm not quite sure that this is going to be a great change. But I think at least they'll they'll run the ball more with Aaron Jones in Green Bay. Um, they're not going to have a coach who makes ridiculous decisions like a Jeff Fisher, you know? Yeah. You know, I guess even like Al Michaels, you said he was finally saying something about McCarthy a couple weeks ago. I mean, like, all right. So Al Michaels or, you know, Aikman, they come to town, they have that, the, the pre-production meeting with, with all the coaches. All right. So I guess it'll be awkward if they were talking about them. I understand that. I'm not saying you completely destroy the person on air, but you know, why can't you say when when you were making you know when you're saying that a quarterback you know didn't game plan or coach didn't game plan well enough and you see them a month later, all right? You have a few awkward moments. Hey, I'm sorry I said that, but it didn't look your, your team didn't look prepared. I mean, is it the end of the I, world? I mean, are these guys afraid of confrontations? I think that they are, and I honestly would prefer a world where my favorite broadcasters, like you know Al Michaels perfect example he's probably my favorite or Collinsworth where they weren't mixing and mingling with the coaches before that that week's game I don't need all of the inside information go ahead give me your take on the game without getting that feel from the coach or what the coach told you they they've been wanting to do with their game plan or how they're feeling about this player or that one I honestly don't care about the inside information. I prefer to just get your take on the game as it's being played right now. Tell me how you really feel about the coach and the players and what's going on. That's what I would prefer. I, I don't care about these relationships they have. No. And I, so, and I don't think they're necessarily using this information either. Like, so if so after a flea flicker on a, you know on a in a third quarter play and then the announcer says, "Oh yeah, they told me they might use it in this situation like after the fact." Well, so what? What does that matter? I, I don't I don't know. It's supposed to be I, I'm supposed to be impressed or something by the fact that they're able to get this knowledge out of the coach. And to me, it all it does is like like you were saying, they won't give their real opinions. 
So now it's just getting in the way of me getting a real, listening to a real broadcast. I don't know. I, I've always felt that way. I'm like, I don't care about your stupid meetings with the coach. Like, who cares? Um, but well, I guess for them, it's it's a big deal. They get to go out to dinner. They feel more important with these guys. I, I have no idea. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but mm. like thinking society-wise, thinking comedians, you know, Kevin Hart this week, I think we're all – at least I was excited to watch him host the Oscars and and now he's not. And you know, is this good or bad? Is this, is it the end of the world that he made gay jokes in the past? Can you make, no, can, can you make gay jokes and still support gay people? You can. In fact, I think most comedians, the things that they make fun of, I don't think that it means that they, hate that type of person especially when it comes to different type of people like when you hear people making oh okay when you hear people making black jokes um or Polak jokes or whatever i don't think that it makes a difference really it, it, i don't think it, it necessarily dictates their opinion on that person i think they're just trying to make comedy out of something so yeah i think it's fine you could support gays and still tell gay jokes um but you know how, come on man talking hollywood you're not getting real yeah and i think he was on record as like apologizing for it or realizing oh maybe i went but even that like it it, there's one thing to joke about i guess it was like his son being gay and actually i mean i'm sure do we think that 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 kevin hart is like funneling money to anti-lgbt groups and like you know, <laughs> is he rallying against gay marriage? Like, of course he's not. Like, he's probably, you know, so what is it, you know, you can say anti-gay things, but not be, like, if you're not really hurting the cause, I, it's it's getting insane. I mean, and of course. It is. You know, the, um, you know, the Rudolph, the Red Nose Reindeer bullshit, the it's getting cold outside song bullshit. Uh, it, it, oh, wait, wait a minute. Bring me up to speed. I oh, really? did not hear about this. Yeah, Which about song? the it's getting cold. Baby, it's cold outside. That's yeah. So that song is like, I think it was banned at least in like one state for sure. Um, Why? Because it's so rapey and all that thing. But you know, <laughs> it's exactly. not. It is not. That's ridiculous. And you know, if things are from a different time, all right. If things are from a different time, where you know, I. I I don't even know how much rape was happening in in the fucking 40s. You know, certainly certainly men had a lot more sway over over everybody, you know, and women were definitely, you know, like second class citizens. But, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean they were – the song makes – I don't know what it means, Johnny. I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So – Basically, that song is – I'm not, I'm not going to read through the lyrics, right? But that song is she's talking about it's getting late, it's time to go, yeah. and he's trying to persuade her to stay so he can bang her, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Isn't that just what happens like, well, the- in almost every social situation with, with a, you know, say, a man and a woman? If the guy's interested in the woman, he's trying to get her to stay. It doesn't mean he's locking the doors and, you know, holding her down. I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking about that. That would be rapey. But I don't think in that song, I don't really get this sense that he's saying, hey, I locked the doors. I threw your keys down the drain. You know, well, you're not going anywhere. Right. I, re- I read something that was like more of a, of a, a product of the times in that. 
if you were a single woman and you were like stuck at like a man's house, it'd be like a scandalous. Not like, you know. Yes. So, so and he's trying to like maybe if we get her a little tipsier, then she'll just stay around longer and you know, everyone will realize, okay, she couldn't get home because it was it was cold outside or whatever the case, snowing. Yeah, I don't know, man. All right, what's the other song? Rudolph. What what happened with uh, Rudolph? They're, no, they're complaining about Rudolph the show because you know it's 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 not anti-bullying or he was getting bullied and and then you know <laughs> this was man's work and the women are the. I mean, it's 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 too much. It's too much. I, like, what are we doing? How do how does everyone live with themselves that that thinks like this? So we're not allowed to. I mean, oh my god. I mean, half of Disney movies. Or you think about it. There's so many things going on. I mean, you talk about shaming. Like, what about Dumbo? Shaming and, and bullying. Well, fuck, I, I don't know. Fuck I mean, it's also life lessons. Like, you learn that the world can be cruel, and you can still rise above it. I mean, I guess I don't understand. Well, It's just, this is what happens in real life. I can't put it on, on a show? N- not now. Not now. Why? Everything what am I doing ha- by putting it on a TV show? Everything that happened before the past 10 years where we all got woke is just bullshit. Everyone fucked everything up. <laughs> well, there was there was a – this is – God, every controversy happened so fast now. But some famous star said that she – it wasn't uh, – I can't remember which one. But she was like, I'm not going to let my, my child watch Sleeping Beauty from now on. Did you miss this one? This was like a month ago. I did miss it. Um, why? What happened with Sleeping Beauty? Well, she's getting, I guess, kissed without permission for sure. Um, oh, she's asleep, right? And, you know, and and it's always just the uh, you know the patriarchy and all this stuff. It's not empowering. You know, everything was the the female being saved in all these Disney movies. I mean, I, I don't know what we're doing, Johnny. I don't. Well. But it's not always the female being saved anymore. You know, I think a lot of the movies that have come out now, like most of the, I mean, the characters, like Moana. Now, you you don't, you don't know about any of these because your kids are a little bit older. But some of the more recent Disney movies, it's, you know, the, the female is the hero. Um, they made a movie Brave. Same thing. The female was the hero. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Frozen, the females are the heroes. You know, I don't I don't know. I'm not I guess maybe that's the trend that they're um that they're going for and that's good. I'm fine with it. But I don't think that it I don't I don't think you ban movies or, you know, that we talk down about movies where maybe it was in those cases the male was the hero saving the female. That was society back then. You know, the the male was viewed in that light. It's different today. I totally get it. Yeah, and the are censorship, we, man. Are, are we? I mean, how about so? All these people that are, you know, anti a Sleeping Beauty or you know, it's cold outside. I, I guess that means that they're okay with Cream Hunt, you know, hitting every woman he sees because women are powerful. Like, you know, no, he, they're not okay with it. You they're take not it, okay with that. If you take it you. to other areas, I mean, logically, it it, it you know it, it begins and ends with its own argument. I I 
I can't believe we're getting into these subjects <laughs> on, the, on this South Jersey podcast. We're getting into these race and feminism topics. You son of a bitch. You sprung this on me today. I'm sorry. Kevin Hart. I had no yeah, idea we, we were going here. I think Kevin Hart should, should become the host again. Come, come back. He's not going to. No, he's not. He'll never see him again. Done. And we're going to get some, you know, I don't know. We'll get, we'll get a uh, Native American transitioning i don't i don't even know what 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 would please this vocal hey, if, segment of society if if we do i will applaud that person as loudly as i would have applauded kevin hart as long as they're funny if they're not funny i don't want them to be the host i would have loved to have seen kevin hart host it yeah. it would have been great yeah but you know that opportunity's gone um, all right, let's lighten it up a tiny bit. How Yo, about have, that? You, have you watched Jersey Shore at all? Have you caught up? I haven't. I, no. I, I rely I'm, on you for all my okay. updates. All right. So we watched the original series, and it was great. We made fun of them. They were young. They were stupid. They were drunk. Um, we make fun of the situation. We make fun of his tax situation and everything else. <laughs> he Activator. is – he is definitely do- dopey. He adds like S's to every word he says. Like he'll say, you know, Johnny, uh, we're, you want some breakfasts? And he'll call oh, you. Yeah, call what you. is that? I don't know. Is that like a cute thing? Is he trying to be cute or funny? I don't, I don't know. He does it all the time. But here's here's where I'm switching things up on you. Um, I've really admired a situation. He's, you know, he is maintaining his sobriety. They, I just mm-hmm. saw an episode where he like went to um, he went to the rehab facility that where he was, and he's like organizing um, like scholarships or kind of for people that can't pay for to stay there. So he's giving away like six free stays at this re- rehab center, and like he met with a guy, you know, the guy's like thanking him up and down for this. Like he's really he's really really helping people, and I'm telling you. He is really a good dude, and I think he's like I'm. You know, call me the inspiration now. And I, I, I <laughs> that's actually really, good. I like that. Yeah, he really is, and it's 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 so great to see. And he, and he still goes out to the clubs with them, and they're, you know, Ronnie's getting drunk and like you know still drunk dialing his crazy wife or girlfriend, whatever. And you know, Snooky's <laughs> still at her best, drinking away. I, I'm really impressed with this guy, and I I really like all these people. Really like I admire them now. Oh, so oh, wait a minute! All of the Jersey Shore cast you admire? All right, I could I admire could be too strong. Um, I okay. real uh, <laughs> I love Vinny. I love Paulie. Um, Snooky, I've certainly come around on. Uh, Jenny, is, yeah, she's fine. Yeah, you know they're all. I I still it's funny that they they don't recover as well now that they're getting older. So I appreciate mm. that. But, um, you know, Angelina, she's back and she's just trying to reestablish herself. So there's there's some contrived shit with her and, and Vinny or something. But um, but otherwise, no, I just these are just they're just good people. And you know what else? I'm sorry. I'm rambling. Um, <laughs> You're really going off on a, on a tangent about the, this crew. My God. Here's All right. What no, I, keep going. I, so Sally Ann Salsano or something, the creator of the show. I heard her on a podcast. And she was saying how every time they kind of, you know, like this this version of the show, they were in Vegas and now they're back on in Jersey. 
it's kind of like it's just evergreen. It's always happening. And but she said when they first went back to Miami last year, it was like a big family reunion. And she was saying how it's been like the same camera crew and same production crew, and how like how not polite like you know the Jersey Shore people they could you know big time people like they're just down. They're just down the earth people. They love like the, like the crew. I don't know. It's really taken by the fact that they're like, you know, really, you know, they give gifts to the crew. They're really helpful with them. They don't view them as like, they view everybody as a family on that show. I just like it. I just like the whole. Yeah. So, so they don't treat people like they're beneath them because they're the stars of this show, this reality show. And meanwhile, you know, you're the crew. You're or you're the boom mic operator or whatever. They they just treat you like they're, they're one yeah. of them. And they're That's all cool. they're all in on the joke, and and occasionally you can see them. They'll look directly at the camera, like you know. So they're kind of like looking at their at their friends there when when something fucked up happens. <laughs> I, I I just I I think we're you know listen they were there's certainly a caricature, and that's how they started out, and that's how most people will view them. But I think they're really good people. <laughs> I'm sure that they are, man. They're from Jersey. What could be wrong with them? Good point. I mean, we should be supporting them. Yeah, that they come uh, from d- our home state. I do. I do support them, Johnny. Do you find that – so like this – I think I was just saying it last night because Maureen and I were watching that movie Just Friends with um, Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart and I can't remember that crazy blonde from, from California. Damn it. But um, anyway, it's set in New Jersey and she and I, we, you know, we watch this movie every year when we're wrapping gifts and stuff like that, it's kind of like a Christmas tradition. We'll put it on late night, have a drink. It's a funny movie, um, but it's it's set in New Jersey. And I said to her yesterday, I'm like, you know, I think I like this movie more because it's based in New Jersey. It's like anything from Jersey, I just find myself liking more. Like if you show me, oh, this guy's from Jersey and this guy's from Ohio, automatically I like the Jersey guy more just because he's from New Jersey, from my home state. Um, do you, do you find that you, you have that affinity? Yeah, certainly it makes sense. I mean, there's something, uh, a lot of these places, you know, certainly Ohio, it's just so boring there. Not that this is super. That's a bad, yeah. Yeah. That was a bad comparison, right? Um, No, but I'm even in my, you know, in my Midwestern travels, it's like, there's not a lot of heart in these places. I mean, we got, I don't know. There's something different about us for sure. There's more character here, I would say. Yes. Certainly, um, with the- in in everything, yeah. I mean, so, sure, there are boring parts of Jersey. I'm not saying there are, are not, but on the whole, it's just an interesting state, and I find the people from it to be interesting. And some of it's probably that northeastern um, culture, right? It's just it's a little bit harsher. People have a little bit more of an attitude about how they are, and it's probably it's just less bland than somewhere else, like your Midwest, for example. Yeah, well, I was at a wedding last night. My wife was talking about our daughter reacting to somebody down south, like not giving her an attitude, and she was like, w- like weirded out by it. Like, why are you being so nice? Like, cut it. Like, I definitely, you know, <laughs> we definitely have that. Like, stop being nice. That's bullshit. We definitely distrust that, which I think is important. People are bad. Yeah, I mean, I like. Well, I mean, you know, when I go into a place of business, I don't want the the owner to have an attitude with me. Like, I don't like that necessarily. But or like my my server at a restaurant, I like them to be cordial. I don't want them to, you know, 
be a prick about bringing my drinks or something like that or if I ask a question where they get all pissy with me. But I get what you're saying. Like if somebody's overly nice, it it seems disingenuous. Yeah. Disingenuous? This is, is that yeah. the word? Yeah. We're making, like, we're making up words left and right. You sound like a bachelor candidate. He said disingenuous later, and he was a real <laughs> disingenuous. dope. Well, <laughs> good job. Is, is he a dope or are you the dope for watching The Bachelor? That, oh. that, that's a good, the best question. Well, you'll be a dope with me come January because that's going to be a big topic for us. And you will you will fall in love. Trust me. You can even join my fantasy league if you like. I I don't know. We'll have to talk about that off no, we off, off air. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Um, yeah, we got some NFL picks we got to get into, yeah. buddy. We got to talk. We got to talk a little Eagles Cowboys, and we got to make some NFL picks. Um, you, <clears throat> how are you feeling about the game? Oh, hold on, hold on a second, there, tough guy. Okay. We're not we're not going right into this week after discussing until we discuss your record of one and five. Oh. One and five. That's yeah, bad. It was horrible. I want to I want to congratulate myself for when you laid the thirteen with Green Bay. I immediately laughed out loud. <laughs> you did. I should give myself an extra an extra win for that laugh. Um, and then my ups, upset special of the Chargers over your Steelers. I'm feeling it, Johnny. Yes. Yeah, the Steelers should have won that game, though. Steelers should have won. Well, if the game ended at halftime. They, they blew that game. The Chargers were doing nothing in the first half. I mean, the Steelers blew it. And and Ben blew it. I, I don't know what the problem is there. I honestly don't understand the Steelers. I thought I had them figured out. Um, and now, I don't know, they seem to have crumbled. They they crumbled against the Broncos. They crumbled against um, the Chargers. It's like they have an issue with the AFC West or something. I don't well, know. I'm just glad I realized that I didn't want to bet on Ben anymore if there's interceptions. And he threw another one Monday so or Sunday, whenever it yeah, was. Yeah, he did. Well, I'm proud to say that there is not one Green Bay nor a Steeler pick in my arsenal of picks this week. So I steered clear of them, my friend. All right. I was yeah. uh, I was three, two, and one, by the way. And Well done. And if you listen closely... I also told you that the Texans were probably going to easily beat the Browns, which they did. You did. Um, you did. I, one, I, I remember that. The one thing I was way off on was, well, both were, was Minnesota. Um, I'm going to rectify that this week. And the Bears, uh, okay. cra- a crazy one up there. We could maybe well, get... Well, it's, it's almost, it doesn't even make sense to talk about because the quarterback was Chase Daniel or Chase Daniels or yeah. whatever his last name is. He that guy blows, and Trubisky's back this week. So when we talk about that game, it's going to have a different flavor to it. Did you um, did you see Odell's uh, touchdown pass? Uh, I did. Yeah, he had the best throw of the season for I, the Giants. I was going to say his arm was like it had that whip action. It was a beautiful spiral. Uh, yeah, the my, guy's a tremendous athlete. My, he can do whatever you need him to do. Look, let me ask you this. So. You have over the years. You have you know the Wildcat in Miami, and you have um, you know you have Taysom Hill running in and out with New Orleans, and then you had Lamar Jackson running in and out before Flacco got hurt, and it was like you know they would get some positive plays out of it, but it was always kind of like oh why are you wasting a play on this or you know it was kind of a misdirection thing, um, and I'm not you know obviously the Giants need a quarterback, but. Isn't there a way where you, can't you utilize Odell's dude had a fucking beautiful arm? Like, can you incorporate that 
without it feeling like a gimmick? Like, can you have him where it doesn't feel like just a flea flicker or a fun play? Like, is there a way, any way to incorporate that in the new NFL? His arm. No, it, I mean, there is, but it just goes against, you just, you need someone to, like, Belichick we, needs to do it first. We that's don't want, the problem. Yeah, we don't want to take him from running routes. I mean, that's not my, you know, no. pr- proposal. But, and it and it's not going to be like every first down, Odell's a quarterback, or, you know, I, obviously I don't want that either. But there has to be a way where we need to get the ball in his hands more. And even if it's, he needs to be throwing some more. And not just a rollout misdirection plays, like, Again, I don't want to put him under center. There has to be a way to utilize his arm, right? No? Yeah, but I don't know. The problem is I don't know how you do it. I mean, it'll be gimmicky at first, and and you could start working it in, but eventually you're not going to fool anyone. You can only do it for a short period of time. Then eventually, like, how are you getting – if he's not going to be under center, do you mean they're flipping him the ball? Defenses are just going to start to pick up on it, and they'll be in his face before he's able to make a throw. It – they, you can only pepper something like that in every now and then. That way, it does come as a surprise. He actually has time to wind up and throw that pass. Um, and he's got a great arm. He's got a better arm than Eli does. He should be throwing sometimes. I agree with you. This yeah, Taysom I, I, Hill bullshit, though, I can't stand that. I, I don't know. It drives I, me crazy. It, yeah, and that's. I guess that's you know, really the only way. I just feel like... I mean these these guys, especially they're such at, such crazy athletes. Um, I don't know. I think something needs. I, I, the Giants, I think, are going to roll with Eli next year. There's talk about that, as you know. So it's going to be Eli and Pat Shermer again. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I mean, as yeah. an Eagles fan, I I fully support it. That's fantastic. I mean, I hope the Skins have Alex Smith again. I hope or Colt McCoy. Um, so there's two teams we don't have to worry about. Our problem is going to be the Cowboys. They're going to they're gonna be our issue. Not this week, cuz. All right, so let's let's get into it then. Do right. you want to talk of that game? No, go start with your picks. Okay. All right. I'm not going there yet. Um, right. I'm work, working my way through the 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock to Sunday night to Monday night. Um, first pick. I, I like the Browns getting one and a half versus Carolina. You told you told me weeks and weeks ago, don't bet against the Browns at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take your advice this week because I don't think the Carolina Panthers are coming back. Like they, they were on a roll um, earlier in the season, and now they're on a roll in a different way in which they just can't find a way to win or they shoot themselves in the foot. Like, with the offense that they're putting up with McCaffrey, there's just no way that they should be losing the number of games that they are. But I don't think their defense is all that special. And I don't know, Baker Mayfield just looks so good this year. And they have, you know, Nick Chubb, like they actually have a running game. Their defense is fine. It's no worse than Carolina's. I, I kind of <clears throat> like them getting one and a half. Oh, wait a minute. Is this thing, is that game in Carolina? No. It's in it's in Cleveland, right? Yeah. All right, thank God. I was like, there's a reason why I'm taking them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns getting one and a half against the Panthers. I am too. Um, okay. I'm actually <clears> – yeah, that was my first pick also. I'm trying to look – here it is. I want to see what the money line is because I like the Browns to win this game. Um, you want to give me a point and a half? I'll happily take it. Um, yeah. 
the Browns are plus 102. I, I, I don't – this Panthers team, again, uh, this, this season I am not betting on Roethlisberger or Cam Newton. I don't care the situation. Uh, I, yeah, the Browns here is a I love this pick. I'm I'm right there with you. You got busted by the Panthers earlier in the season, didn't you? They always do. the The Panthers, the Ravens. I'm always usually on the wrong side of it. Um, I just need to avoid them. Yeah, I am not touching that Ravens Chiefs game. No, there's just no way. Well, yeah, I have um, a little bit there. Okay, go ahead. Next one. Uh, next pick. Uh, scared a little bit, but not really. Um, I like. The Saints laying nine and a half. I like the fact that it's under ten. Um, I like them laying nine and a half versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. I think there's a lot of recency bias with that beating that they just took from the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and I think that they're going to bounce back just fine. I think they're probably going to be run heavy against the Bucks, um, and they're going to be able to control the clock and just grind it out with between Ingram and Kamara. Um, I do think Tampa Bay is going to be able to score. But this just feels like one of those games where New Orleans is going to get it done. And I think that they're at least 10 points better than Tampa Bay in this contest. But I'm not sure how you feel about that pick. Yeah, I I have it. Yeah, nine and a half. Um, they're minus five and a half in the first half, which is interesting. I like the first half over of 26 and a half in that game. Um, if I had to pick a side, I would I would lay the points, but I'm not going to pick it. But I, I think the Saints probably... They they should be, yeah. It should be a nice come. I mean, it's you know, they lost to Tampa already, so they you know they obviously they have that, and then the embarrassment in Dallas. So, yeah, Saints is a good one. Okay, where are you going next? You'll be shocked. Shocked. Okay. I am going to Northern Wisconsin, and my Green Bay Packers given five to Atlanta. <laughs> You're going there? Yeah, I am. So this is uh, a dish, this is a di- down this is addition by subtraction, and you know our boy Aaron is finally he's free at last, Johnny, and he is going to he's not going to sandbag anymore. Um, now I don't think he wants Philbin to be uh, m- any more than an interim head coach, but this is just uh, just the shackles are off, and Aaron will. It should be it should be an easy win. Yes, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I think Matt Ryan doesn't play very well outside, and this isn't even just outside. This is in the frozen tundra yeah. of Green Bay. So Atlanta, yeah. I love it. I just couldn't go there. Not after they've just they, they've destroyed me this season with with my picks. When, so I couldn't do it. No, when you go there, it's embarrassing. When I go there, it's it's stealthy good. Oh, I guess so. All right. Well, hey. I mean, I'm I'm happy for you. They're talking about the team that just lost to the Cardinals last week. And Atlanta allowed a team to allowed a team to convert a third and twenty three on them. Yeah. My God, Packers defense is not that good. No, but and that wasn't McCarthy. Atlanta's Atlanta's thirty second in DVOA defense. <laughs> oh, I know their defense is terrible. I think yeah. Aaron Jones is probably going to have a really good game. Um, they they're just I mean Devontae Adams. If you're playing fantasy, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers, just, just start them all. I think they're going to do really yeah. well. Now, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta's favorite in the first half. I mean, they're getting three and a half, but it's a minus 120. So this will be a long game, perhaps. Like, you know, you're going to need the f- four quarters to give that five, but I'm, I'm fine with it. 
I'm giving. So you're laying five. Yeah, right? man. Okay. All, All right. right. Go ahead. Um, next, we are traveling down south to Texas, where the Philadelphia Eagles will take on the Dallas Cowboys. And guess what? I'm taking the three and a half. I'm a believer. I believe that the Eagles are going to right the ship this weekend, take care of business in Dallas, and at least get themselves back into the conversation for the NFC, the NFC East title. And I, I just love I love their, their chances this weekend. Even against that defense, I love their chances. So I'm taking the three and a half. They were in the first game, uh, if I remember correctly, they were kind of beating the Cowboys, right? Like it was, They were doing stuff. Um, they were, they were, but they, they, they didn't look all that impressive in the second uh, half. Right, and you know, I was at the game last year. The Cowboys were winning nine to three, and then the Eagles exploded in the second half. Um, I'll be at this game again this year. Listen, Bo, you don't, you do not give the champs three and a half points, no matter where they are. Okay, <laughs> that's right, and. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. As much as I, I make fun of people for, for for being obsessed with the Cowboys, I'm pretty excited to wear my champs gear down there. And uh, it, it's you know, <laughs> they're gonna love it. Yeah, it's perfect. Win or lose. I mean, I'm I'm in the safety of a box. It's just I'm. It's like it'll be three Eagles fans with a box full of Cowboys fans, and but you know it's all corporate type, so it's not you know. I, there shouldn't be any fisticuffs. They're nor I'm making fun of them every year, so they they haven't thrown me out yet. Um, but yeah, you know, win or lose. And then, you know, Dallas wins. I still just point to my hat and say, all right, whatever you, you know, yeah, talk I mean, to me next they're year. They're not so, going to win this year. No. And they're, you know, they could beat the Eagles someday, certainly. But, um, this one, yeah, I, I, I like this one. They're all, now they're riding high. I mean, God, God, the NFL is nuts. Four weeks ago, the Cowboys were basically going to, you know, <laughs> release Take everyone the on, on, on the roster and start start fresh, and now yeah. I'm sure there's a cocky, you know, there's a Texas style cockiness for this team now after what they did to New Orleans. So, uh, and, you know, and it's insane to think that an Eagles team that couldn't score more than seven points against the Saints, how are we going to back them in Dallas? But we are, and it, it it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's a week-to-week game, man, and things change. And you, you can't say, oh, well, they only scored seven against the Saints a few weeks ago. They're not going to be able to do anything against the Cowboys. It's just that, you know, the game plan is going to be different. Um, the atmosphere is going to be different. There's more familiarity with playing against the Cowboys, even in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't – the one thing I don't love is going up against Zeke on in that Texas stadium. Uh, that, that scares the crap out of me, but – I think that they can still make uh, force Prescott into some mistakes. I mean, I think that 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 could be the key. Yeah, he's with still the Pres- front four getting to Prescott. You know, he is still Prescott. Um, and our our savior Darren Sproles is back. All is well. Yes, man. I hope he scores three touchdowns this weekend. I love that little guy. <laughs> um, okay, so so that was mine. Are you also taking? The I'm Eagles? Take, I am taking the Eagles. Yep. Okay, all right. So I'm ready to move on to the Sunday night game. Is it? Unless a, you have any more yeah, 4 it, o'clock games. Um, 4 o'clock. Uh, I, hold on, I have a couple first halves. Um, okay. Cleveland for sure getting, getting, a, getting a half a point in the first half. Um, the Texans giving two and a half in the first half. I don't know if they cover. 
I like them to, to start out strong against the Colts and then, you know, probably the Colts come back in the second half. But I, I like the Texans being up in the first half for sure. Um, I don't want to lay the four and a half for the game, but I'll lay the two and a half in the first half. And okay. I'm, I'm a little concerned about Kansas City for the game spread. I don't know why. I think Baltimore might might give them something defensively, and Jackson could throw them off. All but I still like Kansas City giving three and a half in the first half. But yeah, Kansas City, Kansas City. I mean, I well, number one, they're not beating it. They haven't been beating the spread the way they were in the you know the first six seven games of the season. They've only been um, beating it, all the women in the area. Well, that's correct. If your oh. if your name is Kareem Hunt, oh, and, you know, and I, I I think that's you know you were like you were asking me like how are they giving up points to the Raiders? I think something has to be said for the bad karma around the team, where you have a guy hitting women and they suspend them, while you still have a guy that hit women on the roster, and you know this is this can't this is controversy you don't want around your team. So I think this is a detriment. Yeah, the- well, I. They also, I mean, without Kareem Hunt, they're just not as dangerous. Um, Mahomes is still amazing, and and Kelsey, uh, God, he's my favorite tight end, and um, and what's his name, Tariq Hill. But without Kareem Hunt, they're, they're a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a different attack, and I do think the Ravens are going to be able to bottle them up a little bit. That's why I was really nervous thinking about. The Chiefs laying those points, I just I couldn't go there. As much as I like their offense, I feel like the the Ravens are going to be able to contain them a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. I won't be shocked that the Ravens win this game. Um, yeah. But I feel like the Chiefs could still do their first half thing, where they've been pretty dominant in the first half. It's been. They have. They have. I. I just. I don't know. I. I guess we'll see. Yeah. yeah. That that's going to be a fun game to watch. Anyway, I hope it's on TV. I bet it's not though. All right, go ahead um, with your four o'clock or whatever. Sunday, you're or Sunday, Sunday night. night, Sunday night. You got the Bears taking on the Rams in Chicago, and I think it's going to be really fucking cold in Chicago on Sunday night. I don't like Jared Goff's chances. One stat that I heard about him is that when he plays in like sub forty degree temps, I think he averages like six yards per pass attempt. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty ugly. The Bears get Trubisky back. They're getting two and a half here. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, it's not yep. like the Bears are some fake team. They're one of the best defenses in the league. They have an offense that can actually score. Um, they got Tariq Cohen, who just is out of his mind. And I like their chances against the Rams. I don't. I don't see Jared Goff being able to come into Chicago and win on a Sunday night. I just don't. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think we all agree that the Rams are, are a great team, but them giving two and a half, um, which is you know, and the Rams are minus twenty one, giving that two and a half. Um, yeah, it, you know, this is this is certainly this is Joe Public. Who's better? The Rams are better. You know, it's that that this is why this right. line is what it is. I do. I like. I love the Bears getting two and a half at home, and uh, yeah, yeah. Th- of course, probably. I'm I'm probably going to pick them to win the game. My pick them. Oh, uh, really? The Bears? Yeah. yeah. I I would, too. I would, too. I don't think that the Rams are going to be able to take them down. Because um, I also think that the Bears will probably be able to stuff Gurley a little bit. And I think if they can bottle up Gurley, the, I don't know that Jared Goff's going to be able to get it done, especially in that cold weather, man. 
it's going to be freezing in Chicago tomorrow night. Yeah, that's yeah. I love that. I'm all about all that. All right. So we're traveling Wait. to Monday night in Seattle. Seattle. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, Seattle. Uh, so Seattle's laying three against the Vikings, and I love Russ Wilson. Yeah, this is easy. Laying three points at home. This is an easy pick, man. I, it looks like we're both on the same side here. Yeah, we are. Um, there's, I, I I was saying last week that I thought the Minnesota, the, the Patriots game was a chance for Minnesota to say, you know, hold on, we are a good team. And all they told me was, hold on, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And uh, we're, you know, Dalvin Cook, it's like nine carries or some shit the whole game. Um, Seattle is a tough place to play for everybody. This is this is as easy as it gets, and <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you know, Seattle in the first Seattle in the first half is minus one and a half too. Uh, a lot of I, I love a lot of first half bets this week. Um, there's nothing. That's a great one. Yeah, this is in fact you know since I will be away, I'm going to make most of my picks today because DraftKings I can only do in Jersey. Um, this one I'm doing right now, so I don't have to worry about it. You know, I think, by the way, I always, I don't know why. I mean, no one would ever know if I bet on my, if I actually bet the picks I give or not, but I feel kind of like a, a sense of obligation to actually bet on the picks I say. And I do. Yeah, you got to put a little something down. Yeah, I always do. I don't know. I just feel like kind of like it would be dishonorable if I didn't. So I actually do bet on all these things and I'm going to bet on everything today before I leave. All right, lock them in. Yeah, I'm locking them all in. Uh, but, but yeah, <clears throat> this Seattle team, I don't know what it is, man. I feel like every time I turn around, they're winning. And I know they haven't won every game this season, but this is just that time of year where they definitely pick up steam. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is going to be that time of year where Minnesota just falls apart. Oh, yeah. They just they just continue unraveling. Uh, you, you have Adam Thielen yelling at Hall of Fame coaches, <laughs> running over to them. And and complaining and to the point where Belichick had to turn around and say, "Yo, shut the fuck up," you know. This is just Minnesota's unraveling, and I don't I don't see them being able to pull it together in Seattle, man. This no way, you know, this is another one of those things we talked about. How the Jaguars are within you know a quarter of making to the Super Bowl. It stands the reason that the following year is just going to be a total disaster. You know, the Eagles winning a Super Bowl, certainly there's just a typical hangover. Minnesota has, you know, the mo the play of their of their franchise one week and then just get humiliated <laughs> the following week. Again, this is not easy. These are tough things to bounce back from. These guys are like, oh, we were right there. We should have we should have easily beaten the Eagles and had the Super Bowl at home. And and now, you know, you have to slog through the, the next season and they're in the slog and they're just not as good and uh, I yeah, I can't wait to bet Nick, on it. Nick Foles bitch slapped them yeah. the week after the greatest play in their franchise history. Mm -hmm. Nick Foles said, "Nope, not in my house." Bitch slapped them, and we even went on to the you know, Super Bowl. And then they have that the skull chant that we incorporate into the Foles. Uh, <laughs> it's so it's just well the troll job is just beautiful. We even incorporated the Foles. Did you see the Sixers games when they would go Foles, Foles, yes. Foles? Uh, are we? You know. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, even though the, the Eagles probably aren't going to go on to win a Super Bowl this year, maybe not next year, maybe not the year after that, we will always have last season. And and I'm going to remember that. That, that. that was one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my life was watching the Eagles 
get to that Super Bowl and then to go on and beat the Patriots. But shutting down the Vikings in the manner that they did, just one of the greatest moments in Eagles history. Really was. Oh my God, of course. That's why he, nothing brings me down off my high. Bo, I can't, I don't care what happens. I'm just, I'm still thrilled by this team. Uh, I can, you know, I can go. Oh, go I'm on. not thrilled every week. Well, they, no, they no. get me down sometimes. Oh, well, no, yeah, I'm just saying, I, there's nothing you can't bring me down this season. Until Good for you. until they until they lose this Sunday, and then Dallas wins the Super Bowl, I'll be upset. That's yeah, gonna be that'll be a tough that'll be a tough one to watch if if they actually did lose to the Cowboys tomorrow. That'll be that'll be a shame. And I got my brother in law who's a Cowboys fan, so I'll be uh, having dinner with him on Christmas. I'll be hearing about it mm. a lot, I'm sure. Um, Are we ever going to talk right. about the Sixers? We'll save that for next week, next month. We will. We'll save six, Sixers talk for yeah, maybe next month. Maybe next month. Hey, uh, we'll but see. I got one more pick for you, Cakes. Okay. Holy War today. This is this is where we're mortal enemies today. Villanova, I'm going to give the ten and a half against the St. Joe's Hawks. Okay. That hawk right, is I will that take hawk the is ten been, and a half. That hawk has been dead for a long time. No offense. It has been, um, man. You know, and if there's if, God, if, if you want to get a win finally, today's your day, but I'm going to lay to 10 and a half just because I'm not going to take, the, I'm not going to take St. Joe's. The last time we were relevant, uh, was Jameer Nelson days. Yeah. That, that's the last time the St. Joe's Hawk was relevant. And Hey, they were great. They were great. Uh, even though they got, they got bounced by Oklahoma city, but, uh, all right, I'll take the 10 and a half. That's fine. Yeah. So we're going college basketball. That's right. Today. Suck it. Suck it. Cakes. Ah, screw you, Villanova <laughs> elitists. Can't stand you pricks. You have to win every year. Sorry. Your thing. Entitled, <laughs> entitled assholes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, hey, listen. It's been fun. Good luck. Have a safe trip. Thank you. And, uh, and to all of our listeners, good luck in your bets. Or uh, if you need help with your gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER <laughs> or something like that. I don't know what the number is, but just Google it. There's something, some place you can go if you have gambling problems. Or just follow um, one of us, and you'll the only problem you'll have is <laughs> too much wheelbarrows full of cash. Yeah, well, or you might be right t- taking taking those wheelbarrows to your bookie um, <laughs> because you followed my picks. But all right, all right, my man. All right, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy the game. Go birds, cause go birds. Go, go birds, Bo. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's a god of the state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a god in the state of mind.